0: The following audio drama is rated PG 13 for parental guidance.
1: This is James Malloy, producer, MC, and player on Protean City Comics, which is an actual play podcast that tells the thrilling tales of teenage heroes while they struggle to discover who they are in a world filled with dangerous supervillains and high school angst. It leans heavily into a comic book meta narrative and uses the Masks a New Generation game system. This is House of Regulus, issue number 13, Your Big Broad Sky is the Shelf of a Cupboard. House of Regulus is our fictional comic book line that follows Virgo Regulus, heir to the Maw of Regulus, a powerful spacefaring mercenary group, Wyatt Wex Wexford, a young boy selected by an arcade machine to become a protector of the galaxy, and their many companions. In this episode, the heroes have stolen a spaceship from a drug smuggler and are running for their lives. Thank you for listening. On the cover, Virgo Regulus and Wyatt Wexford stand side by side atop their spaceship, hands on their hips in a dramatic pose, with the solar wind blowing through their hair. They would look even more heroic if it were not for the green smoke billowing out of their engines, or the many-headed space beast looming large over them. Are you seeking thrilling tales of adventure and superheroics? Do you crave the weekly drama of teenage hijinks and high school angst? Then don't miss the next issue of These Protean City Comics.
2: This issue featuring... I'm Virgo Regulus, and I'm
1: ready to sink my claws into this fight. I'm Wyatt Wexford, the last warden of the Stellar Bastion. Now, with our heroes assembled, let's turn the page on this issue of Protean City Comics. This is House of Regulus, issue number 13. Your big, broad sky is the shelf of a cupboard. The first page
3: shows the stolen hauler from the drug lord Scipio Pleiades hurtling through space towards seven enormous moths. There's this gigantic creature that is all scales and tentacles and just roaring faces with like circular mouths that's out in space and our heroes are hurtling towards it. Uh, We get a tiny little like window panel that shows Leonova flying the craft and there's just like smoke hurtling out of the back of the vehicle but virgo regulus and wyatt wexford are standing on top of the ship preparing to fight this enormous space hydra
1: wex is in his full like space gear again now that we're out back in the out in the in the the galaxy um and that is kind of like bits and pieces of armor um the on on like mostly on his arms and legs um with maybe like a a, a a kind of a beat up uh chest piece it's like clear that there's a lot of pieces missing to the full set of armor and uh he's wearing and as part of that he has kind of like a trench coat um like overcoat uh duster type thing that's built into it um he has, um, his hair is kind of like multicolored and fluctuating, uh, kind of probably almost with his mood at this point. Um, and so it's probably like bright red at this like at this at this moment. Um, nice. and he is standing kind of looking at his wrist, typing on a keyboard that is like, like that's a, it's displayed not above his, his wrist, but like literally on his skin, it, there's a keyboard that is like digital right there uh, with some subdermal tech. Um, and he is trying to figure out what is going on with these engines and why the ship is smoking.
3: Nice.
2: Uh, and Virgo Regulus is a cat man. Uh, he, his, his like, uh, his mane is braided and it's in this like very 1990s, uh, sort of like space helmet with LED lights that are like pointing at you. And his, his power armor, uh, still painted black with the dunk logo for don't use narcotics kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, the dunk logo is still on there. He's got like jets, uh, priming in his like elbows and by his feet. And he's like poised in a sprinter's stance. So like as soon as they get close enough, you can tell he's gonna try and and launch himself towards whatever they're they're about to face.
3: Fantastic, um. And then we get just the that huge like stance, ready to fight, and a little panel with Leonova, who's a bird woman in dark clothing, like kind of I, it's also armor, but I think it isn't quite as large as Virgo Regulus's armor. Uh, and she's trying to like control the ship, and shouting out. These engines are blasted. We're, you need to handle this quick. And then we just see three of these Hydra heads hurtling forward with their circular mouths towards our heroes. What do you do? Uh, I'm going to shout, you got this, Wex, and launch myself into one of the mouths. Amazing. Are you, are you going like into one of the into mouths? Into the mouths. Amazing. Yeah. <laughs> so we just get a panel that shows the mouth just like uh, rippling outward. And there's just rows and rows of teeth. Mm-hmm. and uh Virgo just <clears throat> is inside the Hydra's head.
1: So just for myself, how big is this Hydra? Like is it larger than our spaceship?
3: Yeah, it's it's its body is not like dragon style. Like mm-hmm. it, it's more like wavy throughout the whole thing. Okay. Um but it's it's it could wrap itself easily around your ship, right?
1: Okay. Yeah. And and my my good buddy Virgo has just thrown himself into it. Yes. Um yeah, like Virgo uh,
3: inside the panel that we're going to see with Virgo inside. Virgo will be able to stand at full height inside the mouth.
1: Oh no. Mm. So Wex like looks up, like does a double take as he sees Virgo leap off the ship, um looks around at the other heads which are probably eyeing him a little bit uh now more aggressively, um hits a couple buttons on his his wrist kind of derm- uh Dermotech stuff, um and disappears as he like throws on his cloaking device and nice. we see the like um I, I, I think in the past we've described it as being like, uh, like if you if you waved a UV light over the page, you would see like the shimmery uh, mm. like ghost form of where he is. And I think he is just going to turn and run and probably like drop and slide towards the engines. Um, awesome. And like my intention is to like we see a panel where he he hits the edge of like the back of the ship and like his i think his feet go over the edge of the back of the ship but then he grabs onto the edge and swings back down so he's like nested in with the engine cones and stuff Mm. um and i'm gonna try to figure out what the heck is back here on fire
3: perfect and like there is there are active flames what what color are the are the fires in space because there's got to be some weird chemical burning out here
1: I want to say they are they are bright green. They're, like, very green fire. Mm-hmm. Nice.
3: Wex gets into the cones by the engine and is, like, starting to deal with stuff and something bursts and sparks into his face with green flames and, like, Ugh. almost gets to him. And then we go right back to Virgo Regulus. You're inside this mouth. It is all, like, uh, dark blue kind of... Uh, it's all, like, dark blue flesh inside. Mm-hmm. Uh, and... Teeth are starting to just like towards you as though the mouth is like pulling itself backwards into mm-hmm. the beast's appendage. Yeah, like a eel's secondary mouth, like retracting. exactly. And yeah. it's like, yeah, it's pulling back to try to get to you. We get like a
2: long panel, not like a full page, but like long. It stretches nice. left to right, and it's uh, it's the like inner mouth, uh, as Virgo like takes hold onto a tooth or a tendon. And just allows himself to be pulled back. His goal is to find where all of the heads converge. And then blow that up.
3: Awesome. Yeah, so uh, we see like the Hydra from the outside. And it's like moving itself around. It's trying to find Wex. And so like its heads are just starting to slam against the ship. And we see Leo inside trying to control it. But clearly not able to.
2: I, I said it was a long panel. But I think what I want to do now is... Uh, a giant like two-page splash mm-hmm. of multiple things happening, uh, and there's like this long neck that's like snaked around. And so mm-hmm. as it goes from top left to bottom right, we see Virgo like doing various things or like dodging all sorts of like weird acid while yeah. the ship outside is doing everything that it does.
3: Amazing. Uh, and so yeah, so it shows like there's there's not a ton of threats inside other than like acid and teeth. Mm-hmm. but that is stuff that, like, you know, we get several panels that show you having to, like, put up an arm to, like, block something coming towards you and different things like that, mm-hmm. uh, but not to the level that I want to, like, get a roll going for it. Right. Uh, Wex, uh, do you want to tell me a weird sci-fi phrase of what's going on with this, or should one of us tell you?
1: Um, why don't you guys tell me?
2: I think it's the, the flux triple capacitor is leaking, and so now you've got, like, all sorts of cooling foam that's leaking into the like biomimetic circuitry. Okay.
1: Mm-hmm. And that's yeah, why it's green. Yeah. 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 I'm looking around. I'm so I'm seeing that this like coolant unit is venting um and and I know that at this point with the level of damage that it's got, it's going to like it's going to go critical at mm-hmm. some point and vent like the and vent enough coolant that it'll like snuff out all the other engines. Mm. And so like at this point, the only thing to do, like the best thing to do is to just remove it. Who um, oh, no. know <laughs> And like let the, en- let the, let the other engines run a little hot. Um, and I'm kind of, like, looking around frantically to see if I can find anything to use to remove this kind of, like, big unit. And I don't really have anything on me. And I look out, and there's a panel of, like, Wex looking out over, like, one of the drive plumes from the engines. And there's, like, the big Hydra head. And we see, mm. like, the the glint off of its sharp teeth. Awesome. Um, and I'm going to kind of, like, curl up and push off um, and throw myself out towards this Hydra head mm-hmm. to try to grab it. Awesome.
3: Go ahead and roll to unleash your
1: powers. Cool. Nice. I rolled an 11. Great. Uh, so that's a 12. Great. <laughs> um. <laughs> yeah.
3: uh, so we have Wex jumping off the back of the ship and just like grabs onto the one of the heads in like a headlock just below where it's yeah. like circular jaw is. And it starts trying to like move itself back and forth a little bit. And we get a panel at this point that is just above... Virgo's head, where a membrane has opened, and just bolts of electricity start sparking out of it and, like, running down the neck as Mm. though it's going to blow this electricity out. But we get Wex just, like, tightening in his arm at just the right minute, and just, like, there's a spray, like, a mane around the Hydra's head as, like, electricity just, like, vents out of it, and we still, like, have control there. But both of you are able to be safe from it. But that's just, like, a little warning that there's electricity coming out of this thing, too. Oh, no. Virgo, uh, you've come down to the end of the neck. And you can see, like, where all the different necks are going up. And you can see, like, down, there's this, like, there's a big biley stomach space that's, like, full of acid and things like that. You can see, like, several smaller spaceships inside that are being, like, slowly digested.
2: I I think we get, like, a close-up panel to Virgo's belt, like, on his power armor, and he pulls out, like, a little sphere, and he clicks it, and it, like, there's a bunch of little, like, red lights that light up on it, and he yeah. just kind of tosses it into the stomach.
3: Nice. It, and it's, like, it falls, and it... Uh, do you want it to go into the acid, or are you trying to, like, land it on something? Um, just for the visuals.
2: I don't think that he thought that far ahead. <laughs> yeah, so he's just, like, tossing it. I think... I would yeah. like to see it kind of, like, fall into this open cavern and then explode in the, like, midair.
3: Perfect. So, yeah, so it's it's falling down, and things are, we're gonna get, like, some very quick action, because I think Wex needs to do something with a head before anything explodes. Uh, so, but we see the we see the bomb, like, dropping down into the gullet. And, Wex, you've got the head, you're back at the, you're, like, right at the engines, because it was coming towards you.
1: What do you do? Like I still have a little bit of momentum pushing because I, I threw myself away from the ship and so yeah. I, like grabbed the head um, and like I he just like throws up some shields as like flat platforms or actually it's probably like a curved uh, a curved shape and so he like lands on it and runs sort of like horizontally along this like this curved shape and then pushes off against it to like push himself back towards the ship pulling the head with him um, and my goal is to try to like. Uh, open like keep the mouth open so that it clamps around this this coolant vent. Um, so that best case scenario, I can kind of tr- use his, use its teeth to remove the thing. But maybe worst case scenario, it just like vents all the coolant into the hydra. Very nice. Okay, so here's what I want to see happen.
3: Uh, Virgo, you've mm-hmm. dropped this bomb. It's gonna it's gonna blow fast. You know that there's not an enormous amount of time. Um, but I would like you to directly engage a threat. Because we want to see if you're able to blow this thing up. Mm -hmm. Uh,
2: So I got a total of an 8.
3: Alright, so on a 7 to 9, you can resist or avoid their blows, take something from them, create an opportunity for your allies, or impress, surprise, or frighten the opposition.
2: I'm going to create an opportunity for my allies.
3: Perfect. Alright. So, the bomb falls down... And it gets um, like a Death Star explosion, like not mm-hmm. to the same scale, but it gets like the circle explosion because those are red. And we just get the heads of the Hydras basically like exploding out into different directions. Uh, and Virgo is launched by this explosion and is like hurtling through space right now. Uh, it's, he's not like way out there <laughs> or anything, but like that was a big blast. More important than like the than the directionality. Mm-hmm. is just like the heat from the hit. Uh go ahead and roll to take a powerful blow.
2: I would love to. Uh so this is with two plus two because I got two conditions. Perfect. Ooh boy. Um so I roll the 10, plus my two conditions is 12.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. No. So you can remove yourself from the situation, flee, pass out, etc., lose control of yourself or your powers in a terrible way, or two options from the 7 to 9 list, which I can also read to you.
2: Yeah, I'm going to take two from the 7 to 9. Um, okay. I'm gonna lash out verbally, and say like yell at Wex and say like, "Where are you? The time for action is now. Where those engines? Help!" And then I am also going to uh, give ground, so the opposition now
3: gets an opportunity. Very nice. The neck placement of the hydra's does just explode, Um, Mm -hmm. and this is a space hydra, so of course it will grow new new heads eventually. Yeah. Um, but we have a image of just wex with the hydra's head and its mouth is just like like over and over again chomping as he brings it towards the ship uh and i'm gonna i'm gonna hit you with the opposition in a minute but uh first but first what what were you what are you gonna do with that with that hydra head wex
1: um i'm gonna just like jam it into this onto this like venting coolant thing okay there's like a piece gonna- of machinery that is, you know what it is? This is cool. So there's so there's like amongst all of the different engines in the back of the ship, there's like a there's a, a piece of of machinery in the center of them all, probably, that is supposed to have like tubes that run out to the different the different engines to help cool them off. But all of the tubes have become uh disconnected and it's just like spinning and venting this coolant foam everywhere. So I'm just trying to like guide and jam this head straight on top of that coolant thing nice go ahead and roll to unleash your powers all right oh boy um so that's a six plus one is seven six five so that's a five with hopeless
3: okay all right good yeah good you you've grabbed onto the hydra and you you slam the hydra's head onto the back of it and it does just like clamp on and the coolant starts working through that instead of getting into the other other engines, which is a very good thing. Uh, it is venting into space, mm-hmm. which is a less good thing. So we have, yeah. like, goopy uh, green bubbles flying out into space. More startling than that at this moment is that we can see that four ships have appeared in the background. Uh, there's one that's a a bigger ship that the other ships can like clearly like connect onto it has uh like broad wings uh sticking out it it's probably a smuggling ship but like a quick one like it's it's not it's not it's faster than this hauler and off of that are three smaller personal crafts one of them looks like a two-person craft the other two are definitely one-person crafts like these are just these are little attack vessels and you're starting to get a hail leo is someone who is not super comfortable talking on the phone, and so despite the fact that you're fighting a Hydra in space, she has apparently just routed the call to your, uh, to your headsets. Good,
2: both yeah. of us.
3: Uh, yes, both of you. She just went like, she saw that it was ringing, and just went like, nope, <laughs> click, and <laughs> sent it along. Good. Uh, Virgo, you are uh, the body of the Hydra is starting to like, start to reform. Mm-hmm. It is. Lar- that is largely dealt with. It's going to take a couple of hours before it's at like peak danger again. But you are not connected to a spaceship right now. What do you do? Um, and your headset is going like, uh, what's your ringtone? Gosh, I think it's like a couple
2: trumpet stings. It's nice. like the the fanfare for the, the Regulus legacy.
3: Oh, perfect. <laughs> Love it.
2: So I think he's going to like tap his heels together and we see like uh, thrusters jumping out of his feet. And so he's trying to zoom back towards the spaceship now. Nice. Screw it. Yeah, I like this. He's going to like pop the call up onto his HUD and take it.
3: Um, Wex, are you also going to or you're going to let Virgo handle the talking?
1: Um, I will. I'm not, I'm not. I don't think I, I'm not bringing it up as a as a visual, but I'll I'll tune into the audio so I can add conversation if I if I need to. OK, cool. You said there were ships behind Virgo as well.
3: Yeah, there's there's four ships. They're still like a little bit in the distance, but okay. obviously space travel is very fast. Mm-hmm. There's zero possibility that they are just happening to be in the area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, okay. like well, last last you knew there were people interested in chasing you because you stole a freighter, uh, and Oh, I'm sure they're like, expecting. Yeah. Um and luckily now you're blasting coolant out into space <laughs> in an easy to follow trail. Mm-hmm. I <sighs> mean, are
1: they are they close enough to us that I could throw myself at one of them and, and get to it or not yet, no. Okay. Um,
3: like you would have That's to right slow right. down. Like okay. now that now that the, now that the coolant is dealt with, like Leo comes on and goes like, "Sorry, I forwarded the call. Uh, get clear of the engines and get inside."
1: Um, I do um, want to. I do want to try to. Um, as soon as I see that this this message, like this community, this calm has come up, and I hear that. Um, yeah. I want to try to also hail Virgo on a separate line.
3: Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like you're texting Virgo. Yeah. No, like speaking,
1: like, talk, like okay. it's a, ver- a verbal line, just like, so he'll have just like, two, <laughs> on, like two, two pending calls.
3: Yeah, yeah. That's that'll be nice and convenient for both of you while you're yes. out in space. Yes. Yeah, the face that pops up is a man with, uh, he's got like parallel head ridges going up the side of his face. Uh, He is, he's older and like pretty grizzled. Um he's got actually like a beard coming down that has some little beads tied up in it it is is skip goris uh the captain of drift somebody that either of you have known from the past he's an he's a he's not like he's not a super fancy guy he's a mercenary out in space oh
1: probably um okay but not maybe not in a direct way um okay. I bet I. Be honest, heard, you, know, you know of him? I, I probably stole something from him. You probably stole something <laughs> I probably stole. Either him or someone who worked for him. Like, that kind of like mercenary crowd is probably the, the, the group that I kind of rolled with for a while. Perfect.
2: I feel um, like Virgo's probably read a dossier on Drift, but not on Skip.
3: Cool. Um, and yeah, we've got like the little editor's note also that says like Skip Goris, uh, head of Drift. And Drift is D and then capital R I F T. Good. Uh, and Skip kind of leans in and gets like real close to the to his camera, which unfortunately makes his like projected hologram face in your mask like really close to your face. Mm-hmm. And he goes, "That is you. You're the Regulus boy. All right. Hey, listen. Um, no offense, but it looks like you're having some engine problems. Uh, why don't you just hand over the kid, and uh, we'll get you set up, send you on home to your family. I'm
2: not one to turn down." uh engineering assistants, but um, you know, Wex and I are together and where where he goes, I go. And where I go, he goes. So um would appreciate that help, but we're gonna hang tight on the kid part, and then I'm gonna like switch over to Wex real quick and be like, hey Wex, this guy skip it, He said I gotta hand you over. I don't like the sound of that.
1: No, um no that's not that's not good. Um he's not really a great he's not a great guy. Um also um, sorry, what's, um, what's, what's the deal with, with, uh, Leo? <laughs> She's, uh... Like, is she, is she part of our, our, our family now? Like, is she, is she, like, like, we've been, we've been, we've been running away with her for, like, a day or two now, but, like, is she, is she, like, part of our group now? Like, are you, are, are we friends?
2: Of course we're not friends. She's my sworn rival, but also she helped us, like, way, way good out there on that racetrack, and I would like to maybe be friends with her at some time in the future,
3: um, hold on, and I'm going to switch back to Skip. And Skip has clearly been talking this whole time. Yeah. Uh He's like, had some work with your daddy, and he's a good sort, and, you know, uh, I'm willing to offer you this uh, this boon twice. And so this is me making my second offer. Uh, you just hand the kid over, Wex you said his name was, and, uh, and we'll take care of your ship, and uh, you'll be home sooner than you can imagine. Hey, uh, yeah, you know the maw of
2: Regulus is always ready to roar the roar of justice, but, um, I can't just pass on over a friend, uh, without maybe knowing a little bit of cause here. Um, and as we are currently on the run in a spaceship that we acquired, uh, totally legitimately, um, oh,
3: hold on. And I <laughs> your, your other, you have a third line that's ringing. Yeah, Leo oh is calling God. both of you.
2: Good, extremely good. Hey, Leo.
3: Do you have a Do you have a second line with just the two of you? Uh, I was listening in on the line with Skip Goris, and and suddenly you switched off of it. I could see you were still talking. Is there a third line? Is there a party line? Look, Leo. Yeah, let you, me you let
2: just... me hook you up here, and I like click, and then now it's the three of us.
3: <laughs> Listen, uh, Drift. They're bad news. We need to we need to deal with them quickly. Get out of here. There's they're going to scuttle us. I don't know what scuttle means, but that sounds bad. It means leaving the ship, and taking out the the engines and some of the 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 air systems and everything like that and just leaving you in it. It's it's bad news.
2: Cool. I'm going to switch back over to Skip and I'm like, "Hey Skip, it sounds like you're trying to scuttle us."
3: Scut not you personally. Uh listen, it's just, you know, you work, you work for Magnus and and I work for someone, too, and uh, you and me don't need to have any sort of problems going forward. We just need to get this settled up and buttoned up quick. I don't know why everyone in space has, like, a weird Western accent. And <laughs> yeah. I'm very sorry for that.
1: <laughs> so, when Virgo has switched over to the channel, and so it's just Leo and I, mm-hmm. um, I just want to be like, hey, look, so, like, Virgo and I are friends, and, like, I don't... Uh, like I don't know what your what your what your game is here, but like I don't I don't like I don't I don't have a ton of friends. And like I don't okay. I don't appreciate you like coming here and like I appreciate your help, like helping us escape, but like if you're trying to like it, like weasel your way into this into this family, like into this group of friends, like like I I just don't I don't know that I can I it's just maybe back off.
3: Leo looks so confused. And like, you know that thing where like birds like turn their head at a weird angle? She has it turned like at an enormously uncomfortable looking angle, just, like, staring at her comm device as, like, the coolant system, like, hits down to zero and starts, like, beeping furiously at her. Uh, and she says, I'm trying to be... Wex? You, you both seem like, like, fine people. I'm trying to survive the next 20 minutes. And maybe, maybe after that, survive for a little bit longer.
1: But uh, yeah, I understand, and like, and I'm and I'm here to help, like, with that, and that's important. And we're gonna like, we're gonna get through this, and we're gonna survive, and we're gonna come out, and we're gonna be, we're, we're I guess, friends or something. But like, just don't, just don't. I don't know if I like. Ugh, the universe is a big place, and and um, I don't, don't take my friend away.
3: I love you guys. This is so good. Oh, have you been trying to get like back into the ship as this whole thing has been going on?
1: I've been trying to climb away from these venting engines.
3: Yeah. Yeah, Virgo's still just like floating outside.
1: <laughs> I have been trying to share a vulnerability or weakness. I don't know if I've mm. quite hit that oh. yet.
3: I, you know what? I think that you, I, you definitely have. Okay.
1: What I'm doing there... So then what happens when I share a vulnerability or weakness is that I mark a condition... And I'm oh, going to no. I'm gonna, I'm gonna mark, uh, I'm going to mark angry. I give Leo Nova influence over me. Oh my gosh. Um, which is a big deal because now yeah. I'll have two people who have influence over me. And, uh, and then I mark potential.
3: Nice. Awesome. I love it. This is going to go south so badly.
1: I would probably, after saying that to, to Leo, flip yeah. back to the channel with Virgo and Skip to tune into okay. what they've been saying.
2: Right, it cuts back to Virgo, and it's, like, halfway through a sentence, and he's saying something like, which makes me believe that you might not actually be here on an altruistic mission, and might just be here to kidnap my friend, and so I'm gonna have to refuse your engineering advice, and also please taste this grenade.
3: <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, and so what does that panel look like? Like, are you, are you, like, hurtling through space to throw a grenade at him?
2: Uh, no, he is, like, he's grabbing, uh, like, a... An outflow valve or maybe like a, a handle on nice. this ship. Um, and like flings that grenade up. It's not like going to damage Skip's ship, but it, the intent is to like create a flash to overload the sensors, uh, so nice. that the ship can scoot away. Um, nice. And so he throws it, it, it goes off. And then Virgo is hoping beyond hope that Wex and Leah know, okay, things have sh- hit the fan. Let's zoom. Go ahead and roll
3: to unleash your powers.
2: Yeah, I would love to. Uh, I am hopeless, so I get a minus two to this. Oh, no. Um,
3: I feel good about it, though.
2: Yeah. And unleash your powers uses... Freak? Uh, freak. Okay, which is zero. Ah, uh, I rolled the two. I got a minus two. That's a big old goose egg on the result.
3: <laughs> Perfect. So go ahead and mark potential. Yep. So we we get the grenade just like, hurtling at the ship, Mm -hmm. and Skip quickly just, like, slams a couple buttons on his uh, display in front of him, and abruptly an enormous rift appears in space. It catches the grenade, so, like, the grenade goes flying through it, and then another one opens up in front of the holler. The grenade comes forward towards the holler and explodes, like, right in front of Leonova's... uh, View of the of space, Mm -hmm. and so she is the one who is blinded instead. And the hauler suddenly like just like starts turning to the side, and its engines are running now, but it's been in kind of an off space, so it is starting to spin as it is hurtling through space. And Skip's voice just says, "All right, let's uh let's go ahead and take them, and the other three ships just." move out from around uh, his and start to, like, move to corral you in. Mm. Wex, you are clinging on to a rapidly spinning spaceship. Uh, You are near enough the door you could probably get inside, Mm -hmm. but uh, Leo definitely is not... uh, does not have control of this ship. She's used to flying much smaller ships than this one. Okay. Much more bird-shaped ships than this one.
1: (laughs) Um... So yeah, I find a um there's a there's a like a hatch panel near where I am uh by the engines that I just like kick open and like pull myself down in uh kind of feet first and pull the door closed behind me. Um so now at least I'm inside the ship and I'm not going to get thrown off. Um yeah. and uh what I want to do is I want to, I want to, I want to run back to where the where the engines are on the inside of the ship, um, where like there's like there's, like, like the way I'm imagining it is there's there's like there's always the engine part that's inside the ship and the and the propellant cone thing that's on the back of the ship, um, yeah. So that was where I was before, but now I'm on like the inside of the engine room, and um, I want to find like we've probably there's like what it is is the so there's the coolant unit that's on the outside is going crazy but there's like a raw coolant tank inside of like before the chemicals are mixed to form the foam coolant um okay. and so i want to i want to reroute one uh, so one i know that one of those chemicals is highly explosive before it's mixed um and so i want to reroute that into one of the engines to basically like pump some nos into it and I was try literally <laughs> about to ask if you were making knots. <laughs> I'm t- and, and to try to like, like intermittently give the engines more thrust to, to burn us in the right direction to kind of stable, stabilize the ship and push us in the right direction. Mm. Away from awesome. the enemy ships.
3: Yeah. All right. Go ahead and roll to unleash your powers.
1: What could go wrong?
3: So that's a Seven. Okay, so on a seven to nine, I'll tell you how it's unstable or temporary, or you can mark a condition. I'm. It can be unstable or temporary. Okay, cool. So you start pumping this stuff through the engine system, and it lights up just bright green. Uh, it's getting like uh really intensely hot back here, also, mm-hmm. and so like you're an engineer of of a sort. You can tell this. This cannot keep on going forever. Yeah. This is something that will that will destroy your ship if you keep on going too much. Uh, but you're immediately you're like the the holler brings itself into like a more controlled movement because it is now has to be going straight. Uh, Virgo, you're still out in space. Mm-hmm. Um, are you trying to catch up with the holler? Or are you trying to, like, move towards one of the drift ships?
2: I'm trying to get to Wex and Leo, because I've got a okay. plan. And I'm going to say, I'm going to call in and I'm going to say, I've got a plan, but you guys got to stall.
3: Um, and I, I think it, it shouldn't be, like, yes, you're out in space with threats coming, but the threats aren't on you right now. I think we can, like, get a quick thing that shows you cutting at an angle across them intentionally turning a bit to get you picked up. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the next panel has the three of you standing in, like, in the cockpit area. Um, if you did something to clear a condition, feel free to, to clear that now.
1: Yep. Uh, yeah.
3: And Leo now is, is Leo still driving or is someone else driving at this point?
1: Probably Leo. I mean, oh. I wouldn't, assuming that this is, like, us just walking into the cockpit, um, yeah. I wouldn't have, Lex would have, timed it so that when virgo got back to the ship that was when he started heading towards the cockpit like he doesn't want to go be in a room with leo alone
3: oh (laughs) um great so we've got three of you standing in the cockpit um it's there's a there's a whole display that you can see the four ships behind you leo is now in much more control of it and the line was cut off when the whole rift thing went on and you can see that it's starting to it's starting to light up again Mm. they're calling in.
2: Yeah, I'm going to pick up.
3: It's Skip again. Uh he looks even more frustrated and you can see he's got like a sheen of sweat on the on his brow already. Mm-hmm. Like there's there's something like something in that those events like got him very warm. But now when he picks up you get the three additional screens of the other three crafts and I'm going to ask you a couple questions about who these people are. I have names for you. So up first is Dela Who's Dela I think
2: Dela is one of the the washed out um, people who are like in line to becoming the mob Regulus. Nice. They're like they're someone who tried out and for maybe multiple years was involved with the Regulus family but didn't make the cut. Awesome. And so joined Drift.
3: Uh, are they like also in that kind of like animal style? uh creature or are they a different sort of thing
2: oh that's a good question and yes is the answer um i think that they are uh they're like a lionfish so they've got a breather helmet on in uh in atmospheres with air yeah and they've got just like spines and like all sorts of weird striped frills and stuff um and their their spines are naturally venomous
3: awesome and pronouns are they them yep up next we have Thrasher, who's Thrasher
1: Thrasher Thrasher Thrasher. I'm gonna work backwards from this sentence to what they look like visually. Thrasher mm-hmm. is someone who has more arms than sense good um and <laughs> so i think I think that um I think that um I'm imagining something that is literally like a um a sea urchin except. with like arms and like like there i think that that um the species probably doesn't make a huge distinction between hands and feet so they're all just sort of like the the they're the um the the sort of um primate hands that have that are always that are kind of like weirdly somewhere between a hand and and a human hand and foot so the thumb is really like lower down on the arm um but they so it's like but they have a lot of arms, a lot of limbs. Um, they bend in the middle, so it's all this kind of like weird. Uh, and so I think the spaceship probably that they're driving even has like lots of controls everywhere. And so they're constantly yeah. flipping something. Um, let's go with um, let's go with he/him pronouns for Thrasher, um, and and I think that it's um, the at the very core. Where they're small, like, they have kind of, like, a small round body that has a, um, it has a, like, a turtle shell that has a bunch of, like, uh, holes for arms to come out. And, like, a couple big eyes.
3: Nice. And the fourth member of Drift is Primaris Valente.
2: Oh, I think this is, like, a weird android. Ooh, I like that a lot, yeah. Um like just barely humanoid enough to just like to really hit you with that that this is an android feel okay. um and like a lot of like whites and silvers and no head like i think the like head is inside the like big chest piece I like that yeah um and then nice. like weirdly long arms
3: nice i love it oh these guys are great <laughs> <laughs> and so in the background, actually, of Primera Valentis's, uh craft, because Primera Valentis does not have a head, mm-hmm. you can see a little bit more of, like, what's inside the ship. Mm-hmm. And you can see in the back, there's, like, an avocado green pod of that has, like, vines wrapped all around it, and there's, like, various different eyes, like, peeking out between the different vines. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's kind of, like, undulating, and, like, when the screen pops up, you can actually see that Davidella like glances at Primera Valentis' screen mm-hmm. and gives like a little like shudder at that. Uh but Skip says, Alright, I gave you your chance. Uh if it's a race you want, it's a race you're gonna get. But I should warn you, Drift doesn't lose. Hey, who who else is in there? Who 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 is that? And Leonova kind of like turns to try to have her face less in the visual but she
1: definitely was spotted and I think, uh I think I think Wex doesn't even see that and and expecting her to answer before she can answer he like leans forward right up in the camera almost to get in the way um okay. like she's still probably spotted but he's he's getting his putting his face up close to the camera and he's just like uh hey Skip eat my space dust and he's going to slam the button to end the call
3: Nice. The call ends, and there is, like, the ship is, at this point, the hauler is is hauling. Mm-hmm. And the other four attack ships are still behind you. They're, while you're on this coolant system, you are faster than them. When it runs out, you're not. Uh, and up ahead, you see, like, some galactic Kirby Crackle-style stuff. And an enormous rift in space opens again, oh no uh, you're hurtling right towards it, and you can see the space out there is like a brighter blue mm. from the like cosmicky purpley space that you're in right now uh and there's like there's all sorts of obstacles and asteroids and broken down ships through that rift. What do you do
2: uh well, Virgo like powers off his power armor and steps out of it. Uh, And it's still, like, standing up. Um, Nice. And he looks at Wex, and he looks at Leo, and he says, I've got a plan, but you got to trust me.
3: We flash back to a young Wyatt Wexford. Uh, We can immediately tell it's him. He doesn't have any of his uh, cool new attachments (laughs) or space things, uh, any of his upgrades. This is pre-warden of the Stellar Bastion. and he is in the arcade and playing the uh, the Stellar Bastion video game. Yeah, that would later lead to him going off to space. Mm-hmm. Uh, what does Wex look? He hasn't hit that high what? score yet. He hasn't hit that high score yet. Yeah, there's there's a different high score on there right now mm-hmm. that is like it's prohibitively high. Yeah, uh, it has been in there for months, and you haven't been able to come anywhere close to it uh but you are standing and like playing the game hard and things are like things are getting bad why don't you go ahead and roll roll to unleash your powers using superior
1: okay it's going to be a 10
3: we see you like running this machine in ways that should not be possible like uh there is a point that like you suddenly just like knee the machine and for a second the screen like fuzzes and it comes back and your ship is like pulled over to the other side of the screen and you just like we just see you just absolutely crushing it and okay this is going to be the moment actually this is going to be it and you're up against you're up against the final boss Mm -hmm. which is just this enormous spaceship and it's like it's bullet hell style that Mm -hmm. you've got it's 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 impossible it shouldn't be physically capable of, of happening and then you win and your score comes up and it is above the highest score it is it's above the highest score by like two points yeah but it's oh it's also like at one of those points that like the score before was uh ended in like nine nine mm-hmm. and yours pulled it up over by two so like you've got like the oh one at the end of it nice so it's like you know That's that, that was where that line was. Yeah. Um, and, uh, Wex just kind of like sits back for a second, just like looking at the score.
1: So I think, I think also like you asked, so like what he looks like at this point, he's very young. He's got like, like, uh, like a tussled, like, uh, dirty blonde bowl cut. Um, he's a small kid. He's probably like standing on a milk crate to even like get up high enough on the, the machine, Mm -hmm. Um, so maybe, yeah, he, like, he leans back, um, and just, like, kind of takes in the whole of the high score. And there's, like,
3: there's not many people hanging around this machine. This is kind of, like, an older machine that's way less popular. But you start to feel, like, you know the feeling of someone, like, looking at your back? You You start to get that feeling just, like, intensely.
1: Um, I would, he would just, like, kind of, like his eyes would kind of go wide We get the close up of his eyes with like the reflection of the high score in his pupils still um and then he would slowly turn around like always keeping a hand on this big machine to steady him yeah um there's
3: there's a um there's a a, a young girl she's like around your same age uh she's sitting on she's sitting like at a centurion game table Mm -hmm. she has like a pad of paper in front of her and is just writing as she's like completely engrossed in it for a couple of seconds and then looks up and makes eye contact with you and you can just see her like freeze what do you do
1: wex would kind of she's writing on like a pad of paper
3: yeah she's got like a little like notebook that she's desperately scribbling in
1: wex would just kind of be like kind of timidly be like i got a high score um and she kind of like jolts a little bit at that
3: and says yeah you beat mine
1: oh i didn't i didn't i didn't know i'm sorry
3: no it's okay that um that trick with your knee that's that's clever
1: well i've got a um not really like it's something i discovered because i'm not i'm not tall enough to play the game without the normally and so i kind of have to like balance myself in in a in an awkward way and i found that it helped
3: and she like gets up and walks over she's like a little bit taller than you just because you're both kids Mm -hmm. she looks at the machine and just like stares into your eyes for a second and says is that a that's an intended feature or is that an exploit um it glitched the screen is
1: like is it it, that makes it sound like it's
3: an exploit
1: i mean i mean it didn't nothing stopped me so Hmm. i guess it's part of the game
3: interesting i'm gonna beat you without exploits and if you come back and get a new high score i'm gonna beat you again no offense and she takes a quarter and like puts it down on the machine.
1: Um, and Wex would be like, it would, would step down off of the, uh, the, the the like milk crate and and uh, kind of like in a big, broad gesture, like move, like wave his hands towards the machine and say, "Be my guest if you think you can." She should probably also stand on the milk crate
3: because she's not like tall enough to really use the machine comfortably, but she like pushes it aside with her foot and gets to playing as well. Um, And we get just, like, a panel that shows uh, the two of your faces in the display, like, just, like, reflected on the glass. And then we get um, an interior shot of Prumera Valentis's craft. And there's that pod that's, like, covered with plants and eyes. And the vines suddenly just pull aside and open up. And we see uh, the... The now young woman standing there, (laughs) wreathed in these plants, um, her skin—she was always uh, fair-skinned, but now it's like a milky pallor. Um, and she has these just kind of like flat gray eyes. But as that starts to come on, as it starts to come undone around her, she like pulls her way through it. And steps forward to put a hand on the back of Primera Valentis' shoulder. Uh, It's a shoulder without a head, but shoulder, nonetheless. And she says, Step aside. It's time for us to take them down. We come back to the interior of the hauler. And Leo and Virgo are in the the cockpit. Mm -hmm. We
2: open a channel to Skip's ship.
3: Hey there, Virgo. Uh... Listen, I do not want to kill you. I, I really, truly don't. I don't want to die. Um, and is that my dear friend Leo Nova over there? I don't want to kill her neither. Yeah,
2: it's an odd galaxy when the Novas and the Reguluses are uh, starting to team up here. Um, and I think Leo like starts to say something and he elbows her. Um, and he, he says, I'm sure you've noticed that our coolant system is, for lack of a better word, um, bad. Completely flacked. Yep. We need your help. And as much as I hate to say it, I am sending Wex to you now. And we see, like, a panel of, like, the top of the ship with, like, a little, like, latch doors opening, and the the power armor, uh, like, comes out of it and, like, floats out and starts to, like, um, jet towards Skip's ship. Uh, and we, like, cut back to Virgo's face, and he and he says, like, He's in the Regulus power armor. This is collateral uh, and a good faith. But also, that power armor has a tracker in it. And so if you do anything to hurt him, we know exactly where to come and find you.
3: Absolutely. Not a problem. We'll bring our ships around and uh, get you all cleaned up. Thank you very much, Virgo. Pleasure doing business with you. And we get a final panel that shows Wex in the armor hurtling towards the four drift ships and we see that the cannons on the Primera Valentus are starting to spool up as the young woman prepares to blast Wex into oblivion
1: you turn to the last page of the comic and find a page of letters to the editor do you have questions or comments send your letters in written or short audio format to letters at protean.city We'll publish your letters with every issue and a response from our editors. Dear Protean City editorial team, I cannot get enough of your splendid space shenanigans. Your galactic gallivanting gives me great glee. The regal house of Regulus, the wanderings of Wyatt Wexford, the zeal of Zodiac. Please, I must have more. Signed, Craving Cosmic Content in Corpus Christi. Well, good news, Corpus Christi. After a short break, Virgo and Wex are back at it again in House of Regulus, Issue 13. Hey, wait, that's this issue. Look, you've got to give me these issues earlier. It just doesn't make any sense if we're answering people and telling them to go read the issue they just read. I know you're busy, but we've got to be better at this. I don't want to, have to go read these things. Just
0: Protean City Comics is a production of the Stop, Hack, and Roll podcast network. It is produced and edited by James Malloy. This issue was emceed by Brandon Leon Gambetta, who can be found on Twitter at Dr. Captain Cobalt.
1: Virgo Regulus is played by Taylor Labresh, who can be found on Twitter at The Leviathan Files. Check out his podcast, Game Closet, and buy his games at RiverHouseGames.com. Wyatt Wexford was played by James Malloy who can be found on Twitter at EndTheMeltdowns. The
0: The introduction is voiced by Peter DiGiulio. All music was composed by Jim Malloy. Masks, A New Generation, is a game by Brendan Conway and published by Magpie Games. This podcast is created thanks to the financial support of backers at patreon.com slash stop, hack, and roll. Join us on our Discord at discord.stophackandroll.com Follow us on Twitter, at Protean City, and on Instagram, at Protean City Comics. Subscribe to Protean City Comics on iTunes or anywhere podcasts are found. Join us next Wednesday to find out what thrilling adventures lie ahead.